this is episode 259 on June, <laughs> on June 28th, 2018. And that's when it's supposed to start. Set your photo apps down, iPhone photographers. It's time for Tiny Shutter Podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the Tiny Shutter Podcast, where we talk about iPhone photography and other things. I'm Joseph Ferreira. I'm Dave Podner. I'm Greg McMillan. And I'm Matt Hoffman. Welcome back, Matt. How are you doing, man? I'm good. I I decided to... um put this podcast the way that it's supposed to be. And that is uh, us dominant. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I'm just kidding. kidding. (laughs) Greg, you were just so excited last week, how it was two, two Americans and two Canadians. So I I was, I was so glad to have Warren on and even things up. It it was was so refreshing. No, I, I'm just I, I'm just kidding, I, right? I, and I love my American friends. <laughs> I know you do, and and honestly, uh, I, I mean, do any of you actually think about that? No, really? <laughs> no, not like, really. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. But I thought or, I would seize the moment last week. No, I understand. I'm just with you. boo. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Warren's in there going boo. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah. We uh, so, so what you been up to? Well, that is a that's a great question. So, um, yeah, I've I've missed a few episodes, and uh, I think a couple weeks ago, I got held up in North Carolina, had some flight issues, and yeah, um, just was wiped out by the time I got home. And last week I had some family f- from North Carolina visiting and staying at my house. Um, and I, you know, I didn't want to be a, a, a rude host and be like, all right, you sit in that room and be quiet. I got to go do that's a right. podcast. You that's know? Right. <laughs> so um, that's why I wasn't on last week, but um, yeah, I've been doing, you know, a little bit of photography here and there. Uh, let's see. Um, I don't know, man. It's just been sporadic stuff here and there. Probably the, the most that I did, there's a, um, a place here in Akron, Ohio that I've mentioned a few times on the show before. It's a, an estate called Stan Hewitt. Um, it's, uh, one of the founders of Goodyear tire and rubber. Yeah. It's the, their estate. And, um, over the weekend, this past weekend, my, my youngest sister and her daughter, my, my little niece, they came to visit for the weekend and uh, we were just looking for something to do. So I, I took them there on Saturday and uh, we toured the, the grounds and the, and the house and everything. And it was super awesome. It's such a cool place. And I, I did a ton of photography there. So that was a lot of fun. Nice. And uh, yeah, that, I guess that that's kind of the bulk of it really. Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. We missed you. You know, it was a, uh, uh, you know, we, we didn't have the, uh, the, the dry sense of humor to make us all laugh, but, uh, we're glad you're back, man. <laughs> Thanks. I appreciate it, Joe. It's good to be back. <laughs> Greg, what you been up to? Oh, well, you know, I just thought I would try something I've never tried before. And, uh, we'll talk about this a little later here, but um, I have put the public beta of iOS 12 in my daily driver, my iPhone 8 Plus. Ooh. And um, I'll, I'll talk about that experience coming up. But uh, so, so I've been kind of, you know, playing around with a few things there. But um, other than that, uh, gosh, not too much. We've uh, been having a real dry, dry summer here. So we had some rain yesterday, which was well needed, but the ground is so dry even now after all day rain. Um, I went out and cut the lawn tonight because it's supposed to get so hot on the weekend here. Yeah. We're talking 
uh, mid to high thirties in, in the Celsius. Wow. So that's, yep. that's, wow. you know, that's probably going to hit over a hundred degrees. Nice. Uh, luckily I'm not working. I'll just hibernate in the house here with the central air and, mm. and wait for the heat wave to pass. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, that's, it's been pretty, been a pretty quiet week for me, really. Good. Dave, how are you doing? Not doing pretty good tonight. Yeah, we're about we're going to supposedly get this heat wave two starting tomorrow, um, mid nineties. And I don't know how humid, but um, they were giving the kind of the forecast saying, "Well, tomorrow's muggy and it's going to be bad." And you know, and then Sunday is like oppressive, horrible type weather. So, yeah. yay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did get did try something photography related this week, um, and I posted it to the group. Um, with with one of the running apps, you can take a photo like in the middle of a run, so you can say, "Well, you know, mile marker, whatever." Here's the picture I took from it, and after I took the picture, um, the Greek church I was running by was getting ready for their annual festival, so I was trying to you know, get the shot of the tents they have on the outside. And it was, eh, it was kind of a average shot, nothing spectacular. So I decided to go a little crazy with all the editing and really overdo everything as much as I could just to see if I can get something that looks a little different. And it, it turned out different. Um, (laughs) Not, not definitely not photorealistic, not, Really, if you if you were trying to capture what it actually looked like there, because uh, it, it really emphasized the cracks in the um, cement where it really didn't look that bad. Um, and so it looked more like I was running by an abandoned structure that looked like it was crumbling apart, which which it isn't. But it was something different to try with a photo that was, you know. Some, something a little different to try to save or at least make a photo interesting that didn't turn out exactly perfect either. What's it called again? Um, it's well, the church was a Greek Orthodox church. No, 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 the app. Oh. Um, I used. Oh, I'm trying to remember. <sighs> Maybe Polar. I think. Oh, okay. Based on this one. So it and wasn't specifically. Light. Okay. No. It wasn't specifically a running oh, no. app. Oh, well, okay. The, the, yeah, the, the running app I took was uh, RunKeeper. And that and, does photos or just uh, running? Uh, it, it's just mainly running, but during the middle of the run, there's a button that you can take a photo in the middle of the run. Oh, okay. Got it, got it. So okay. I, I've seen people who – I don't use it that often, um, but I've seen people who kind of can use it like a almost like a photo book where you know as they're running along with like a longer run – They'll take a photo here, a photo here, and you can actually get a feeling for any interesting things along the way. Got it. Very cool. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Uh, for myself, let's see here. I have a three-year-old now. My youngest just turned three, so I've been taking pictures of her for her birthday and the presents that she got she loves to she loves to pose she likes to make funny faces and then run over and laugh at them you know so that's good um and uh uh, today i was just telling the guys that um i took a picture of a burnt out single wide that happened to to come across uh because we were having some troubles in a line and so i said you know what i'm just gonna follow it out and see if there's like something open that was causing these troubles and uh it came across a, a burned out single wide that was it's part of it uh like the deck was still smoldering but uh um i don't think the uh fire department had been out so we ended up calling the fire department and uh they came out and checked it out, but uh, we left after they got there because they looked like they were having too much fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you know, volunteer firefighters—they, you know, they they jump at the chance to to head out and and do something. So, but uh, but yeah, so I've been, you know, just playing with uh, playing with some photos and and documenting my my children and their lives and. 
and and just having fun with that. So. Sometimes it's just uh, sometimes it's fun just um, you know documenting kids being kids. Yes, you my know, three year old especially. She, yeah, because when you said she would do something funny and then want to come and look at it or whatever, that, that's uh, that's just you know typical of a kid being a kid. Yeah, very much so. So, um, so yeah, so yeah, we're just uh, just going along. I can't believe we're at the end of June. Next week is July, and this year is already halfway over. It's kind of crazy. Oh, it is just how f- crazy, crazy. Yeah, unbelievable. So I'm uh, hoping to see in the in the not too near future, um, or in the near future, some good. Uh, american fireworks displays so uh we're gonna have to get out the tripods and uh set up and see what we can get maybe yeah. test out yes. some of those uh uh slow uh shutters <laughs> yeah yeah i'm hoping to do that very thing this this coming weekend very cool well uh let me go ahead and play this focus point all right. Uh, we teased everybody last week with a um, a tease on IGTV, and because uh, we were threatened by Matt not to talk about it, even though we teased it, and <laughs> so now we're going to talk about it. So actually, Joe, uh, you, you oh. might as well spill the beans. We went on for about an hour about it, but you just cut that part out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <I> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Um <laughs> I had to throw that in there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, so so yeah, so now we're going to talk about IGTV. It came out uh week was it uh, 2 weeks ago or just last week. I think it just came out this this last week and uh and it is if you haven't been looking at your Instagram uh, app, uh, then you don't notice the, at the top uh, a little button. So Matt wanted to talk about it. So I'm going to let Matt take the reins on this. All right. Well, you just said like half of what I was going to say, but um, <laughs> yeah. So IGTV, um, in case you're not aware, uh, Instagram announced a, uh, I guess you could call it a, a new feature. Um, and it's uh, it's both a feature built into the existing Instagram app, and it's also a standalone app. Um, and so, basically, what it is, it's uh, it's a, a way for people to share a longer form video. So um, I forgot to look this up before the show, but. Uh, you know, before when you would post video to your Instagram feed, it was fairly short. I think uh, maybe like a minute was the limit. Yeah, I don't think it was more than a minute. Yeah, it was yeah a minute. I, I think it was a minute. And and now um, you can post with IGTV, you can post a video up to an hour long, uh, which is pretty darn long. Um, now, one of the things with this is they've designed it to kind of work in the way that most people hold their phone. And what that means is that uh, the videos generally are vertical in format instead of horizontal, like your TV. Um, So I have a feeling that one of you three is going to have an issue with this. Yep. So someone, somebody tell me. What's your problem? (laughs) Yeah, I knew it. I knew it. (laughs) If it wasn't you, if it it was Greg or both of you. Yeah. I have a, yeah, I, I want to, yeah, I want to be able to, to look at, um, an, a video and not have the peripheral, you know, chopped off. Um, to me, it, 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 it makes it more, um, uh, not amateurish, but more, you know, it's, it's not the way it's supposed to be, you know, that, that okay. kind of thing. 
No, and, and I understand what you're saying. So, so let me come back at you with this, right? So, mm-hmm. th- so this is a, a new app. There's really no other apps, at least that I'm aware of, that kind of promote watching video in a vertical format, right? Right. Uh, so, knowing that that's the way that the app is kind of designed and what they're sort of pushing you to do as a, as a creative person, don't you think that if you're thinking like, okay, I'm going to shoot video and I'm going to post it to IGTV that you would kind of keep that vertical orientation in mind and you would shoot your video in a way to where it looks good. It's not going to have that feel to where, there's stuff cropped off each each side or like you just took a regular horizontal video and tried to you know pass it off as vertical because that definitely looks weird uh just visit my igtv for example to see two videos that i posted that were not originally shot as verticals they work a little bit but not quite right but okay in any case that wait 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 hold on let me just finish real quick i I don't see this as being any different than shooting a portrait, you know, putting a, a camera in portrait orientation. You're going to, you're going to frame your subject differently than if you were shooting, you know, in a landscape orientation. Um, it, to me, it's the same thing. And go ahead. Go ahead, because I have more right. to say. But go ahead. Okay, good. Um, I, you know, I understand what you're what you're talking about right there. But for for me, it it screams out um, selfie television, or um, you know, sort of like narcissism. Uh, and granted. Instagram is supposed to be about you. Instagram TV is supposed to be about you. Um, And so typically when I look for content, I'm looking for information. Um, It's it's, to have a, a selfie television to me just (laughs) rubs me the wrong way, but (laughs) I can, I can just see, (laughs) I can see people walking down the street with a camera pointed at them, you know, and just, I, I cringe, but no, go ahead. (laughs) Well, with a comment like that, it makes me wonder if you've spent any time checking it out yet. Cause, um, you know, I don't know what kind of accounts you follow on Instagram, but like when I go, uh, into IGTV, and if anyone hasn't seen this yet, if you you know go just go in your Instagram app, and up at the top of your feed, uh, just to the to the right of the word Instagram, and immediately to the left of your direct messages button, there's this little weird TV icon, and you click on that, it'll take you into the videos, and you can. Um, it, it has like a, like a for you, like, like thing where it kind of curates videos that it thinks that you might be interested in and they start playing like immediately. So they kind of say like, Oh, this is like, you know, like when you turn on your TV at home, you know, it, it, whatever's on, it just starts playing. Right. And it's the same, the same idea with, uh, IGTV. It just starts playing immediately. Um, but I, what I've been doing is going and, and checking out, like, what, what are the people that I already follow? Um, you know, what are they posting? So you go to the tab, it's called following. You just touch the screen again and the videos go to full screen and you could swipe to the, uh, to the left to kind of go from one video to the next. If you're not interested in watching, you know, what's on, um, I was watching, a video by the photographer Chris Burkhart and he's uh, primarily known for like his surfing photography. A lot of it's done in like these Arctic and Antarctic climates. And the video was just absolutely amazing. It was, I don't know if it was necessarily shot for the vertical format, but it definitely worked. And it was like super immersive video. Um, 
you know, it was just all landscapes and just really cool waves and really good surfing footage. There was nothing about it that was like a selfie or narcissistic as you put it. So, you know, I, I think it just comes down to, you know, the people you follow and, and what you watch, you know, just like, you know, when you're looking at pictures, are you looking at uh, just pictures of people taking, you know, selfies or are you following accounts that have like actual good photography? When I went out, when I first started on Instagram, I just went to the popular page and followed everybody. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I doubt that's true. <laughs> But that would definitely be your problem right there. <laughs> talk, talk about organic growth right there. That's right. <laughs> so, so I, I'm excited about uh, about IGTV, and, and I'll, I'll tell you why. Um, I'm excited about it for Tiny Shutter, like for hmm. our Instagram account, because in my opinion, this will be a much easier way for us to do some of the videos that we want to do. Um, oh, like yeah. for like for instance, it's vertical video. So what better platform than to share like a screen capture, you know, of, um, or, you know, a screen recording of a, an app walkthrough, sure. you know, or a yes. demo, uh, uh, little tutorial or whatever. Um, and it'd be quick and easy to do. Don't have to wait for someone to upload it to YouTube. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so I, I just think there's a lot of potential, you know, for the podcast, um, on a, on a, you know, personally with my personal Instagram account, I I feel like this is going to push me a little bit more to share, video more than I ever have before. Cause I just feel like, um, I already have the audience. I don't have to like go to some other, like, you know, specific video sharing thing and right. build up a new following. I already have the Instagram followers. Um, and, uh, I don't know. I just, I like it. I no, think I, I, I think you're, you're correct in that sense. You know, I do see that as a valuable asset to this podcast and you, you know, my initial, you know, knee jerk reaction is like, Oh golly. Now I gotta, now I gotta wade through all the, Hey, I'm trying this out. So tell me if you want me to, to do more of these and, you know, I'll try to, I'll try to do something and, uh, you know, see you later. Yeah. Type thing. <laughs> yeah. You know, that's, that's funny. I actually have not seen one of those and I expected to. Right. Oh, now there is a, there is a spot where you do move past the people you follow and you start to venture into, um, sort of like a explorer, uh, phase of IGTV. So depending on how active your, uh, your, the people you follow are, could depend on the type of content that you have. So, yeah, um, definitely. Well, I'm also seeing where it could be. I'm thinking back to when I first joined YouTube, uh-huh. uh, it would be 10 years ago or so. It seemed like there was a lot more, I hate to use the term amateur, but a lot more of, Oh, here's something. Here's an interesting video I saw. Or an interesting event, I'm just going to post my, you know, completely amateur video uh, versus now you look at YouTube and it's some of the quality in terms of production, in terms of lighting, sound. It's close to network TV, some of them. And it seems like the going to YouTube to see, oh, you know, a a local parade happened. Let's look at everyone's video. Where that used to be, you know, YouTube used to have a good amount of those. And, of course, cat videos. 
Um, <laughs> but that's kind of gotten pushed away where people are now saying, oh, I'm going to share this somewhat on Twitter, but more Facebook, you know, and Instagram being where, you know, at least you should not think, hey, I'm putting this on Instagram. Therefore, it's going to be somewhat private where you may think that for Facebook that you're going to post something, even though people should know better that you're that you're only sharing it with friends and family. But Instagram where it's a little more open, I could see the return of more amateurish or local events video too. Well, the less I, highly I th- produced ones. Yeah, I, I think there's going to be a lot of content uh, for some people that have already that has already been produced that you'll start to see until they figure out what the, how they want to be able to, um, you know, produce new ones in the format that we're looking at. So, I mean, meaning longer content, not just a minute long. Yeah. So here's my take. Here's my take. Vertical video generally scratches my eyeballs. (laughs) Got to get over it. (laughs) (laughs) But I think, you know, there is all, there's a time when something will have to go mainstream at some point. And this could very well be the catalyst for vertical video to really go mainstream. Um, In my opinion, there is a place for it. Sure. And that, you know, generally would be when it comes to, you know, somebody talking about something, you know, to not to, kind of get too close to the selfie thing but when somebody's video like like i justine for instance she does a lot of stuff on instagram youtube all these things and she's been really active on igtv and every every time you come across one of her videos is it's a vertical video of her and you know she might pan the the phone one way or the other to show you what's in the background but um i think you know, that's that's the kind of thing where a vertical video is not so bad. But when you're trying to show a scene where something might be happening, like a street scene or, or like Dave said, a parade or something like that, the last thing I want to see is uh, is it done in vertical because there's so much going on to the left and the right that is getting cut off. And there's so less going on above and below the, the, the subject that it, it's irrelevant. And it, to me, it just spoils the video. So that to me is a time for horizontal video. Um, you know, if you, if you getting away from IGT for just one second, when you put a vertical video on YouTube, well, I mean, it just doesn't work because then the sides are all black or whatever. If you're going to watch it on YouTube, I mean, the the video player is horizontal, so it should be a horizontal video, even if it's just somebody talking. I mean, TVs don't hang on the wall uh, vertically. uh, Computer screens aren't made vertically. Everything's horizontal. Phones, okay, there's an argument there that they're generally held vertically. So this is why I think IGTV, I think, is going to be – you know, the first big thing in vertical video. I have a product uh, idea. It's called the swivel and it goes on the wall. You could swivel the TV to go, to go. Uh, you could stream your phone to the wireless TV. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but that's, I, that's I, how, that's how I feel about it anyway. Yeah, I, I just think it, you know, it comes down to, you know, tailoring to what your audience is viewing your, you know, your media the most on. And and for a lot of people, everything's being consumed on a phone. And, you know, Instagram is a popular format a lot of people spend a lot of time in instagram so 
you know, I, I think it makes sense. And, and I think that there is, um, some like, I don't know, complaints or laziness when it's like, ah, oh, I have to rotate my phone. <laughs> well, then I must apologize to everybody or whoever has seen the video that I put on IGTV um, of the short film that I did of that abandoned house that Michelle and I went in last a couple of weeks ago because I posted oh. it. I rotated it to go. Um, so you would have to rotate your phone to see it in horizontal. That's going to cause carpal tunnel. So, yeah, uh, I can imagine <laughs> So I'm I'm not saying that you know verticals better than horizontal or anything like that. I'm just saying that there's a place for both. Sure, I will agree with that. I will agree with that based on on you know what I said before about um, the content could very easily um, you know the 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 format that the content has to fit the format. Let's put it that way. Well, yeah, one, I agree. I would say one other thing to remember is Instagram for photos. I mean, just straight Instagram, not IGTV. You still can't upload from the web, so you uh, need you, you still need to use a phone to upgrade to update to upgrade up 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 to upload, upload to Instagram. Now I know IGTV you can upload through the web. But you can't upload regular. There Instagram are ways you can do it from the web. Well, I, I should say there are ways from, you can from, upload from the, the Instagram homepage. I should say. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Insta- you're right about that. Yeah. So Instagram doesn't want really want you to say upload a ton of photos, even though it probably would be easier. That way, you can do a little more batch. But they any uploads you have to do through your phone. Also, if I pick up my phone and I see something I want to take a video of quickly. The easiest thing to do is swipe from the right over the screen, and the uh, you know the the um, the camera opens up. And when I do that, that's vertical. So it's almost you know if you want to hold it horizontal, you you would have to kind of swipe up from the bottom then. So just you know trying to get a quick video, you know something that you want to show if something quick happens, it's almost by default to make it vertical to make as quickly as possible. So like I said, most people view Instagram on their phones or worse at worst their tablets and not a um, computer screen. So I can definitely see the vertical there. And it's almost like, um, I think we're going to see a whole bunch of crappy vertical videos <coughs> similar to when uh, let's say music went from, analog to digital you know the, the, you can make great digital music it takes skill versus people just pushing out because it's easier and i can see a lot of people like i said a lot of people pushing out igtv um video content versus uploading to youtube because it's easier to get up there but there are some like you said there that will take the time and effort and actually put the thought into putting a vertical video and setting up IGTV to be nicer than saying, say, okay, well, this is IGTV, so I need to think this way versus YouTube where I need to think this way. Just a couple of comments made in the chat room. Um, Warren said that somewhat related, Instagram passed a billion active users in the past week or so. So... I never knew that. That's um, that's that's a pretty big milestone for them. And Joe Hetzel said, "Just wait till they add live bounce and boomerang to it." Yeah. <laughs> well, all right, Matt. Last thoughts? Are you good? I'm good. Okay. We'll have to see what happens in the near future and uh, see what kind of innovation. Instagram wants to bring to us because I'm I, I have high hopes for them. Well, I guess <laughs> I have high hopes for what this could do for Tiny Shutter. Like Matt said, you know, some of the stuff that we can do with it could be interesting. Yep. Yes. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, moving on, let's talk about Greg's iOS 12 experience. Go for it, man. Okay. Um, kids, don't do this. <laughs> because uh, <laughs> this is the first time I've I've put a beta in my in my iPhone and and for the I, record we all encouraged you mightily to do it. <laughs> yeah, I, I I said that I was thinking about it and Matt says do it. I dare you. <laughs> Challenge accepted. <laughs> so anyway, um, it's you know, I, I read a few things on a couple of different places about how stable it seemed to be. So I thought, you know what? I'll give it a try because I could always roll back. And again, kids, don't do not do this because if you don't do it right, you can't roll back. But I, I did a bit of research and I discovered what I had to do in order to, you know, give me the, the ability to roll back to iOS 11 if I wanted to. So that being said... Um, it is really stable. It's snappy. It's fast. Um, there's some really cool features in it. Uh, if anybody is, a, is familiar with the um, the keynote at WWDC about iOS 12, uh, one of the cool features is the um, screen time. And it really gives you a good idea of how much you use your phone. Uh, mm. it, it even has pickup times. So every time you pick up your phone, it's it's logging that information. It, it, it count. It tells you how many notifications you get, and from which apps. From people that have young kids or teenagers that are on their phone, and and you can really see how much time they're spending on them. Uh, I think that's going to be, you know, huge for for families. Does it um, measure how many times you drop it into the water? No, not that I know of. <laughs> um, I did that this week. <laughs> no, really? Uh, uh, two days ago, you're just trying to get uh, a new phone. No, well, <laughs> this was my this is my work phone too. It's oh. a six. Oh, okay. Um, we had a uh, telephone uh, trouble, and we had a lot of rain, and so one of our pedestals was underwater. And I get there after most of the water was taken out, and I had my rubber boots on, and I hear someone go kaplung. I'm like, oh shoot! Oh. And I grab. <laughs> I grabbed the the work phone, which is a six, isn't really waterproof, but so far so good. Nothing's wrong with it. <laughs> oh. uh, but go on. So okay, um, a couple things here, and I'm going to keep this photography related because um, that's what this show is really all about. Portrait mode is broken, and by hmm. that I mean. It doesn't render like, okay, so portrait mode uses depth information from the two cameras. And I watched a video on um, the WDC, WWDC app on my Apple TV today about how portrait mode really works. Like the, really the, the nuts and the bolts of, of how it works. And there's a lot of mathematics in it. It's, it's a lot different than, than even what I thought. But anyway... Um, in the, in the iOS 12, uh, keynote, um, at WWDC in June in or earlier this month, they talked about portrait mode being better. And by that, I mean, they were supposed to be able to, um, really bring out like the depth map was really going to draw the subject in a far more, far better detail and separate it from the background. And that is so not the case, at least in this first version of the beta. Um, it can't tell, like it doesn't show the outline of the subject because like, it blends the background in with some of it. Um, I, I tried a couple of different things. I tried a plant in the window, which was kind of a busy subject for this kind of thing because I thought, okay, this is supposed to be really good. Let's see how good it is. And it, I mean, there was looking out the window that you could see the road in the background. Some of the road was still sharp and clear, just like the plant uh, was. So, I mean, it yeah. was really failing in my opinion. So I thought, okay, I, I, I got to try this for what it was meant to do. So 
I conned my wife into standing still in the kitchen for a second, and I took a picture of her. And the same thing. <laughs> the, the cupboards in the the cupboards were about six seven feet behind her, and you could see where it just didn't draw the depth map like it should have. So that being said, I took a picture of the dog laying on the on the couch or on the maybe it was on the chair, but anyway, it did a little better job of separating out the subject from the background. I tried it in halide. Um, I use halide more than anything for my photos. And in depth mode in halide, it was the same thing. It was just not as good um, for some things. I mean, you know, I'm kind of talking out of both sides of my mouth here because some images weren't bad, but some images were horrible. So I think it's just, you know, it's the first beta. I'm going to maybe give it a bit of time before I you know, decide to roll back to iOS 11. But if it comes out better, say, in the next beta release, then I might just stick with it. But um, so that was, the, that was the, the biggest annoyance for me is the fact that the, the depth photos aren't turning out the way they were in iOS 11 in, some, in a lot of cases. So um, that's why I'm saying do not put this in your, in your daily driver, I call it, your, your regular device, your regular iPhone um, if you have an old iPhone kicking around, if you want to put it in, go ahead, you know, um, do your homework, though. Make sure you do it right. And, um, you, you know, feel free to give it a try because there's a lot of nice features in it. So the other thing that I wanted to mention real quick was in the Photos app, it can now, like when you edit an app, you can actually edit a raw file. Um, when you pull a raw file into the Photos, into the Photos app editor, It'll have a little raw tag, um, a little tag in the top left-hand corner that says raw. And then, but the thing is, is that the editing features are no different for that than they are for regular JPEGs or HEAP photos. And I was really, I, I kind of had hopes that they would maybe add a little bit more to it. Excuse me. But um, so I was kind of chatting with Matt a little bit about this last night, I think it was, um, or the night before. And, you know, he said that it's too bad they didn't have more for raw, but then I thought, I mean, you know what, it's, that's why they put extensions in. So if you're, if you're working on a raw photo and you want to do something with a raw editor, then that's where they come into play. Um, so, okay. So there's, there's raw editing in photos and, uh, the other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, just in the Photos app in general, um, there's the search. Is is it better than before? I don't know. I mean, it's all machine learning. It's all it's all right on the device. Um, when you go to the search field, the first thing you see is a row of people. So, um, you know, you might have family members or whatever. So you could tap on one of the people and it'll show you the pictures that you have in your photos of that person. So that's kind of cool. Uh, next in line is places. And mine shows me five different locations. And if you tap on one of them, it shows you all the photos. That you and the next one is uh, categories. So I have, you know, dog, animal, flower. Of course, I have a couple of dogs. And um, it... it shows me all the pictures I have in my camera roll of dogs. So there's some pretty cool features as far as search goes. And again, it's, it's, it's probably still indexing because I have a ton of photos on here. But, um, uh, you know, if I, if I typed in the word blue, for instance, and just hit search, then it'll show me blue sky, blue jeans, blue bottles. You know, these are some of the words that are coming up. And um, under blue bottles, it's funny enough, it shows me a purple flower. So I don't know. It's, you know, there's uh, awesome. they got, they got, got some work to do. But there's the new, um, the new tab at the bottom that says for you. And I think that replaces in iOS 11, they have memories. And this, so this is for you. And actually memories is, is a part of this now. And um, so it's basically 
kind of like what memories is. It's it shows you a series of photos that were taken at a certain location or a certain event or a certain time, and it'll create a little movie that you can um, that you can share with others. So that's um, that's kind of the long and short of the of the of the new photos app in iOS 12 that I've played around with anyway is that I can speak about. But I, I've had no crashes, so it is very stable. And um, uh, I don't know. I don't know what else I could say about it at this point. But um, when when is it scheduled to come out? Uh, the new iPhones come out in September, so okay. this usually comes out. Um, they'll they'll have the iPhone announcement, and then they'll have the release of iOS twelve, and then they'll have the release of the phones. I believe I think that's the order they usually go in, but it's, it's all generally it's all in September, or, okay. or very early October. So all right, it, it, cool. It's, you know, it, it's it's fun to play around with because I'm always I always like something new, and um, we'll see how it goes. I'll give maybe give another update next week to see if uh, I keep it in here or not. And uh, well, speaking speaking of of photos, I ge- I I had a observation just uh the other day i noticed that you know i i really love having 256 gigs of storage on my phone it's it's been one of those things where i haven't worried about you know uh running out of space yeah yeah i'm only halfway through but i did realize something that i i i haven't been doing lately and that is taking images off of my phone and putting them somewhere else where it's safer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I think for me, I have to um, start pulling images off so that I'm not holding all my eggs in one basket. But, yeah. you know, just you mentioned having, you know, all your images on there and it triggered my mind to say, I got to I got to do something about that. Well, funny you mentioned that because just a couple of weeks ago, I I noticed I had photos on here from, you know, as far back as 2016. So I I hooked up my uh, my iPhone to my Mac and I exported everything from prior to January of this year. So everything from 2016, 2017, I put them all on an external hard drive. So they're yep. they're sitting there, and then I'll probably attach that drive to a, to my Mac again and get them um, backed up on Backblaze so that I'll have yeah. an off-site copy. I mean, yeah. if I'm, if I'm going to back it up, I'm going to back it up, you know, the right way, yeah. I think. <clears throat> yeah, I have a three gig uh, external hard drive I just picked up. Oh, yeah. Because yeah. My, my one, I'm not gig, terabyte, three, oh, yeah. three terabyte. Uh, my one terabyte is full. So I'm going to actually back that up onto the three mm-hmm. and, um, and free up the one to be able to hold some more stuff. Yeah. But Words of wisdom. You got to back it up to get it back. Back it up. <laughs> Very cool. Yeah. So that's, that's, uh, that's my take on iOS 12 at this point anyway. And, and uh, like I say, I'll, I'll try to give you another little update next week if I discover something new. Cool. All right. Well, let me play this. It's that simple to put the app right on the phone. Uh, real quick, I'm going to mention that uh, Slow Shutter Cam has an update. And it was just to be able to work with the, it's a, you said Haif? Heath? Uh, they, they pronounce it Heath, oh, H-E-I-F, the high-efficient high image format. Yep, uh, on, on the app. So... Uh, you know, they said it's not a big update, but here's this, and so hopefully that'll um, help to improve the quality of the images, or at and, least uh, save on storage. Right, and uh, and then also uh, Matt had a tip, so I'm going to put Matt on the spot and uh, have him give us the tip. All right. Um, yeah, this tip was more of an idea in my head than a, uh, a well-thought-out uh, tip. But I've been uh, 
I've been editing a lot of raw files on my phone lately, and um, I'm probably going to do some videos about this soon because uh, I feel like a lot of people are kind of scared of raw and and don't really understand, you know, what it is and, and how powerful of a, of a format that it is. Um, but my, my tip was basically, uh, it's more of a command, give it, give it a try. But, um, the, <laughs> the, the reason is, um, just so you could really see like how, how much you can bring out, like in the shadows and the highlights of a picture. So, um, what, what I intend to do is, is to make a video that kind of illustrates um, sort of the process because what happens, you, you take a picture and it shows up like on your phone, it shows up in your camera roll and, and it really doesn't, for the most part, look any different than pretty much all the other pictures that are in your camera roll. Um, although I have noticed that, um, especially like with halide, when you shoot a... Uh, a raw picture and you look at it in your camera roll, it looks like blurry. It's really not, but for some reason it just looks that way. But, um, the crazy thing it's is supposed to scare you. Well, it, I remember <laughs> it did at first. <laughs> I bet it did. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, the other crazy thing is when, when you open it, an image up in, in like a raw editor. So like, dark room or uh, polar or um, ACDC pro or something like that. It's going to look massively different than what your camera roll was showing you. So your camera roll is basically showing you like an embedded JPEG. So it's kind of got a little bit of processing to it. It's got, you know, some saturation and, um, just the, just the tones are like a little bit more balanced. And, um, for instance, I, I took all these pictures in this estate this past weekend and, you know, it's kind of dimly lit and everything. And for the most part, I exposed for the highlights. Um, so basically what that means is that the, the picture is darker. That way there was like some detail in the areas that were really bright. And when I put those pictures into um, Polar, which has been my editing app of choice lately, um, it's just absolutely crazy looking. Like all the dark parts were like practically pure black. Um, but usually in the apps that can edit raw, you're going to have a lot more control um, so there's going to be like sliders for things like highlights and shadows, uh, black point, white point, your contrast brightness, and all of those can be manipulated in a way that you could, um, basically bring those shadows out from being black to where you could see detail in them and also still keep all those highlights that you were exposing for in the first place without them getting blown out and turning in, into white. Um, so I, I just think that the iPhone has an amazing amount of dynamic range. And a lot of times with, you know, some of the scenes that you might encounter, whether it's like on a, on a city street or maybe, you know, some of it's in the shade and some of it's lit up in the sun, um, or if it's, you know, a landscape or, or even a portrait, I would, I would say give give raw a, a shot, pardon the pun. <laughs> and, um, you know, I, I think um, you'd really be happy with, you know, what you can kind of tease out of it if you know uh, how to edit it. And, and I'll definitely do some videos to kind of show it's like way easier than I think a lot of people think it is. Nice. Very cool. Yeah, I, I think that'd be awesome. I'd watch those videos. I'll, I'll go past all the, um, I, I hope you guys like this and, uh, you know, subscribe and, uh, uh, yeah. All right. Thank you. And I'll get to yours and we'll, uh, we'll get some good information. Awesome. <laughs> Very right. cool. All right.
All right, let's uh, let's move on to our post pick of the week. Post pick of the week. All right, it is Matt's turn. So take it away, Matt. All right, I see how it is. I take a couple weeks off, and now I have to do all the talking. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just kidding. So, um, yeah, post pick of the week. This, this week is uh, time to pick from our Instagram uh, tiny shutter hashtag, and we have uh, just over forty two thousand photos in there mm-hmm. with the tiny shutter hashtag, which is just absolutely amazing, and uh, which makes you know picking a photo no easy feat for sure. But, um, you know, I, I'm a sucker for a good landscape and, uh, especially if that landscape has moving water in it. So, yeah. uh, I, I picked a, uh, a photo, um, from Vicky iPhoto 52. And yes. this is a, uh, a photo of Thor's well on the coast in Oregon. So basically what it is, it's like, um, I don't know, for lack of a better way to describe it, it's almost like a hole in these rocks on the coast and the waves kind of crash over the rocks and then pour down into this hole. And a lot of photographers go there and, and they do, you know, these long exposures. So you got the ocean in the background and the rocks and then, you know, what kind of almost looks like a waterfall of sorts, like going as the, the waves are pouring down into this hole and it's just a really really neat looking spot it's one i hope to visit someday and um it looks like vicky visited this spot at, at sunset when the sun was just right at the horizon like you know just about halfway down this the sky's got this really really awesome glow uh, and there's uh actually some stars in the sky in the darker parts and I don't know if those were added in post or if they're real, but it definitely looks cool. It looks convincing because they're like pretty faint. And, yeah. Um, I believe. Well, it doesn't say, but I'm I'm guessing that she probably used slow shutter. Uh, oh no 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 no! She actually did a live photo. Yeah. And then used the uh, long exposure effect to get the motion in the water and she had the uh the camera or the phone rather on a tripod she says that in in oh the, she the comments no she says she didn't have a tripod so she handheld it oh i should learn to read <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that's right no that's she right says she did not have it. you're right did not have a tripod iphone 7 didn't have a tripod yep all right um yeah so I, I got to tell you, like I actually did some pictures just just recently um, this past weekend where there was a waterfall in this, um, I don't know, it was like a conservatory, like a, I don't know, think of like a giant greenhouse, but it's filled with like tropical plants and it had a, a, a waterfall feature in it. And I just had my iPhone with me. I didn't have a tripod or anything. So that was my go-to was put it, turn on live photos take the picture and then use the long exposure effect to get that, you know, silky flowing water effect. And all the plants were nice and crisp and, you know, it just blows me away. And and this photo is no exception. I mean, the rocks are, are nice and sharp. You know, they're as sharp, I guess, as they could be with an iPhone. I mean, there's, if you like really zoom in and pixel peep, it's a little bit muddled up or whatever, but she even got some nice motion on like a wave that's like, you know, about halfway into the frame here, but it's like out in the distance in the ocean there. And there's like a little bit of movement and I don't know, it's just really cool. And then just one other thing that really made it stand out for me is just the complementary colors of the sky and, and the water yeah. of the ocean. I mean, it's just a really simple thing, but I don't know. It's just a very, um, eye-catching photo as i was scrolling through this one just made me stop and 
I just really appreciate it. It's really a nice picture. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Greg, what are your thoughts? Yeah, I agree with Matt in every sense of, of what he said, because I really love long exposures, um, especially when it comes to water. And she's got, uh, she, she framed it so that the sun is right in the center of the, um, of the horizon, like right halfway across. And it just works because the glow is, is symmetrical, you know, as it goes around it. And, um, uh, you know, for, for being, for being a photo taken at that time of day, the foreground is still very visible, which is, um, you know, sometimes hard to do when, when you got a, the, the bright sun in the distance, it tends to, to make everything else look like still rocks and, um, and, and even the water going down into the well. So it was a very well exposed image. Uh, as well as um, composed and, and the subject matter and everything else. So, yeah, yeah, it's a fantastic pick. Yeah. Dave, what are your thoughts? I mean, total agreement on this. And it, it is, I, I kind of also like the, um, the sun being, it's not necessarily, I don't want to say the word blurry, but it has a soft focus to it compared to the, yeah. rocks up top the rocks in the actual um hole uh, up top which is a nice kind of the, the not only the the difference in color but just how the it's not a harsh sunset or it, it keeps the focus on the water and the rocks in front yeah while giving a nice little background there and it's just it, it is gorgeous yeah, I, I really like this image. It's it is definitely one of those things that I have to say I, I would love to go visit and see the place for myself and probably realize it's probably bigger than what it looks like. It almost the the it looks like a like a waterfall, but it may it may be smaller, maybe bigger. You know, kind of kind of gives that look of like Niagara Falls a little bit. Um, but uh, I, I, I like the image. Well, congratulations, Vicki. You are our post pick of the week winner. If you would like to be chosen as post pick of the week, you can go on Instagram and use the hashtag tiny shutter or uh, uh, we're in the middle of our weekly photo challenge, which is, oh, my mind just uh, miniatures on me. Miniatures. miniatures thank you. <laughs> I'm the one that picked that one. How can I forget? Um, you can go on uh, the Facebook group and look for our pin post. And this uh, the, this week is miniatures. Next week, we will pick from there and choose our next post pick of the week. All right. I think we have ourselves a show. Is there anything else that you guys needed to bring up? Nope. I think I'm good. All right. Okay. Well, let me play this. We came, we saw, we kicked its ass. Barely. All right. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's go around the room and tell where people where they can find you. Let's start with you, Dave. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter as ProfPod and on the Arfo iPhone Photography Group and the Facebook group for Tiny Shutter as Dave Potner. Excellent. Greg. You can find me on Instagram at McMillan Photo, on Twitter, McMillan underscore photo, on Dayflash, which is another vertical oriented thing. Um, look it up <laughs> if you don't know. Uh, my username is McMillan. And on Vero and the Artful Eye Photography computer com Community, I am just Greg McMillan. Excellent. Matt. All right. You can check me out on Instagram. I am. Twitter and the artful eye photography community at M Hoffman photo. Excellent. You can find me on Instagram at Joseph Ferreira. You can find links to our show notes, our YouTube channel, our Patreon, our Facebook group, and anything else by going to tinyshutter.com. All right. Well, 
Good show, gentlemen. It's good to have everybody back in the uh, imbalance of the force. I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, we. Uh, I, I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how uh, iOS 12 is going to turn out, but we have a little ways to go. But I think we're done. And so why don't you guys say goodbye to everybody? Goodbye, everybody. Night, everyone. All right. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this podcast, head over to iTunes and leave us a review and a five-star rating. See you next week. Everything's perfectly all right now. We're fine. We're all fine here now. Thank you. How are you? Kowalski, what's our trajectory? 95% certain this will end in massive, <laughs> flaming disaster. And the other 5%? Irrelevant, sir. This is a great shot, Mav. I should be a photographer. <laughs>